Is what you want. Is this what you want? With Matt and Julia. I'm Julia. Hi there, I'm Matt. Welcome to the episode. It is a gloomy, doomy, roomy, scoomy evening. It's a Glen Zoomy evening. Yep, that's if you're in Toronto, you get that bit. Um, actually, it's not even evening. It's like 535 and it's, it's pitch black. Dark, dark as a dog's dick outside. Dog dick. Dog dicks are very dark because they're always tucked in. And then they get unleashed and they're big red menaces on society. Um, it's quite the nightmare. Most animal penises are a nightmare. Uh, would you agree, Julia? Yes. Uh, in fact, I have many uh, animal penis bits. Yeah. Jokes, little yes. skits, little vignettes. Talk about a lot of animal dicks. It's very educational, I want to say. Do you it's hope like- to own a home eventually and have enough room to collect animal dicks no, from around the world? Absolutely not. You could post them on Just the Just because wall. I have jokes about them, I do not want them on my walls. Well, I mean, they'd be little trophies. Speaking about jokes, can we? I want to start off the episode with Cold and Stabby. Is that crazy? Do it. I'm And I'm going to just literally happened like right now. And it's not, again, it is not a big deal. I'm just annoyed. Matt and I, right before this, got into a, a small tiff which was so stupid, and it was revolving Jeopardy. Basically, he dropped a little spoiler, and I was like, "What?" And then we got in a in a very silly fight. So I took to I took to the to the Twitter to talk about my my frustrations, and uh, I said, "Hello, I'm mad at my husband for a spoiler he dropped about an episode of Jeopardy, and he thinks that I'm being unreasonable. Really, we have very few Trebek episodes left, and he ruined one of them." And then someone responded. A follower who's like likes and follows all my stuff responded, what is WTF? Which is a fun thing. Uh, but he didn't like the tweet. And I've talked about this so much before, how it's one of my pet peeves of responding to a tweet without liking it. So then I jokingly responded, I'll take what is, or I'll take responding to a tweet without liking it for 400. And I, I did the fun little devil emoji, which in my mind, I like to think that guy's like, means I'm kidding. You know what I mean? What do you think about the devil emoji, Matt? I do think the devil would imply kidding. Unless you're super religious or you believe that the devil is after you, then people would take it as a threat. And it's that like wacky looking red devil. And then he responded something. He's like, well, I I guess because I was the first one. And then he responded again with some uh, like screenshot of something. And I was like, I don't know what this means. He's like, oh, it got cut off. Basically, someone was asking for recommendations of comedians and he recommended me at one point thank you so much follower and he's like well i guess uh i guess i just you know support you with my recommendations and not my likes and then i respond i'm like oh these are all just jokes bruh like i'm just all fired up about jeopardy and then he blocked me yeah i'll be back though fuck off are you that fucking fragile clearly you responded what is this and i respond i'll take we're all we'll, we're jiving and, and having a good time in jeopardy land and I'm, I even say, oh, oh yeah, just joking around. And you block me. It's Suck my dick. I know it is one guy, but I was pissed off at you. And I'm pissed off at fucking fragile fucking men right now who can't handle someone just like calling them out on Twitter f- jokingly about something. And yes. I know it's, I should not care if you respond to a tweet without liking it. And it's not the fucking rules. It's the unwritten rules. I'll tell you that much. But like, 
gotta, I don't want you. I mean, I love my followers. I truly do. Most of you. But what the fuck? We're just choking, man. Where are we? This is a good time. Welcome back to We're Just Joking, Man with two jokers. And we're just joking. We're choking on jokes. We're choking for jokes. What is a good joke podcast? Joke chokers, that's where you write down a joke on a piece of paper and then you eat it and you have to swallow it physically in order to tell the joke in public. I think that's a pretty good idea. Uh, pretty much just talking to myself right now. I know. Sorry, because I'm, I'm now now I I then I tweeted again about it being like why why when I'm just joking blah blah blah, and then some other followers like I don't always respond or like tweets without responding to them. I'm like, well, you should, you should. Ugh. Now this guy's gonna block me. This guy's actually gonna block me. By the end of this episode, every single follower I have will have blocked me. Yes. If you're listening to this, uh, do Julia a favor and block and unblock her just to get her going. Is um, this what you want? I mean, this guy didn't unblock me. It just bothers me. It, you don't block me. I block you. How about I'll that? I'll block you right now. I'll actually, I'll block and report you. You, we got in a fight a few years ago and you unfollowed me on many things. Oh, yeah. I think you unfollowed me on Twitter because then it was like years later. I'm like, I think we were married and I'm like, you don't follow me? No, I, fo- I unfollowed you for like a minute. What was that fight about, you think? I don't know about you being stupid and me being right. Mm. <laughs> I am so fucking fired up right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I think I the do recorder's know picking that up. I think it's picking up some fire. Anyway, is this up. what you want? Is it, is it what you want? Is it my anger? Do you want Julia to get fired up? Uh, call us. Call in live. We should have a phone. We should have a fire up phone to get you fired up, where listeners can call in and just get you fired up. And, uh, you know, they'll say various things and then you'll joke at them and then uh, they'll <laughs> say that you're, you've gone too far. This is the kind of shit that makes me just want to leave social media forever. Just yeah. all the fucking bullshittery. Like, let's all just, let's just all relax for a fucking minute, myself included. Let's just all dig a hole in the woods and put our faces in it. And then, uh, and anyway, then I'm deleting this fucking tweet. I'm deleting this tweet and I'm blocking everybody. Everyone's blocked. You heard it here first. <laughs> Julia's blocked everyone on Twitter. Um, her career is over. Oh, uh, God. Career. What fucking career? Um. Anyway, it's Chappie Hour. That's good. Yeah, Chappie's back in a big way. Uh, he's mostly back in a drink form, which is the only way I'll take him these days. What are you having for Chappie Hour? Calm, cool, collected, serene, no wave ocean woman. I'm actually so annoyed. Yeah. Because you can't even, I can't, because he's blocked me, so I can't even. Oh, we can find out where he lives. We'll find, we'll find it. What are you drinking for a chappy hour? I'm drinking something quite delicious. Um, it's from uh, a recent wine weekend in Beamsville for my fucking birthday. That was absolutely perfect. I hope this podcast ends on a a better note than it's i literally just said it's a delicious wine yeah. that i got in beansville for my birthday of, that was absolutely perfect do you ever do you ever like watch a movie that that like begins with a big bang and you're like how are they gonna follow this where is this gonna go this podcast started with a big bang so i'm trying i was just visualizing the progression of of the episode and uh i had i have hopes that it will end 
um, with a warm and fuzzy. Maybe if it starts cold and stabby, maybe the extra well, warm and fuzzy will be all the more uh, fuzzy at the end. Wait, can you look up this person on on Twitter just to make, make sure he's not? I'll do it after s- the talking episode. smack about me. No, I got to know it now. Uh, Are we I, able to pause this? Yeah. Let's pause it. <laughs> All right, we're back from our pause. I had to check to see if this man said anything about her, and uh, he did not. So he did case not. closed. He also I follows think. Matt. He follows me. He loves me. I love him, actually. He um, loved me until I made a friggin' Jeopardy joke. If he's listening and you know who you are, you are loved on my end. Listen. And I, I appreciate you as a follower. I Hold never, on a second. Hold oh on. Oh, my God. Finish. I hate you. He has supported me since the beginning. <laughs> He's been there for me, and I will, in turn, as a courtesy, be there for him because every one of my followers is one of my children. Can and, I say quickly that you've yeah. said horrible things about your followers? I have. <laughs> of course I have. You've been, a, you've been a rude dude with a bad attitude about so many of your followers. Much like... Why are we saying this? A good mother... <laughs> A Listen, mother is strict. I want to say quickly is... that I never disliked this man. I only wanted to say I was making fun jokes. And you blocked me for making a fun joke. You said a Jeopardy thing. I said a Jeopardy thing back. It was all in jest. Anyway, let's move on. Because... Are these the issues that you want to hear is about? Is this what you want? I mean, some people are probably like listening to this going, finally, something that's not covid Right. It's uh, so. There you go. What do you do? You want news that is not news, but it's not the other news that's news. But that's also what people get hung up with is petty little things. I was making the comparison when we were off the air about like when you get flipped off in traffic. It's like you don't know this person. They don't mean anything to you or whatever. It's just so infuriating. You're, or like when you're like, I didn't do anything. Yes. Especially when you were like not in the wrong. You're like, I truly didn't do anything but the important thing is it's chappy hour and i was about to say what i'm chapping i'm chapping something very delicious um so we were just in beamsville for the uh the weekend which i will get into for a different segment um but this wine is from vineland estates i always want to say vinland because you say vineyard right well hold on a second how is vineyard spelled because we were talking about this earlier because it is vineland estates and vineyard has vine in it. Exactly. You're vineyard. When it's N E Y, is it near? Vineyard Vin- and Vineland. Vinland. 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 Vine- I like to say Vineland. Vine- um, Vineland. My cousin Vineland. Or Vinland. Would you or go Vinland. to a, Would you go to a music Vineland. park based on my cousin Vinny? Yes. Um, anyway, Vito's. it's from Vineland Cashies. Estates. It's called Frienzi Rose Sparkling Wine, and it is so frigging delicious i believe actually no i don't know if you can get this one at the lcbo but but you can get vineland stuff at the lcbo um which is the liquor control board of ontario for our uh you know non-canadian or ontarian yes here in ontario you have to go to a building one building to get your booze which is opposite of what you think canada would be because everyone's like oh canadians love their booze they love getting drunk all the time true but the government goes, 
You can only get it here, though. Yeah, it's a, you can get it at the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. You can get it at the Wine Rack or the Beer Store. Isn't that a testament to how fucked up Canadians are, though, that we are so uh, But that's Ontario-specific. I know, Ontario-specific, that we're all so drunk here that the government had to step in and be like, hey, 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 yeah. we will control the liquor. But recently, they're like, okay, fine, you can have a little bit of wine and beer at a grocery store yeah. as a treat. And next thing, where else would I like to buy liquor that's not... Pet store. I'd love to buy a booze at a pet store. <laughs> you get a budgie and a, and a beer? Yeah. That's a new deal. A budgie and a beer, two for one. Budgie and a beer. Because sometimes I go into a pet store and I realize I don't have a dog and I see the dogs and I go, I want to drink because I don't have a dog. If you could, if this was pre-COVID times and you could go to a pet store and just have a beer and walk around the pet store, that's pretty cool. Every single store should have a little bar in it. That's, I mean, that's, you're basically describing like Vegas almost. Yeah, kind of. That's the that's more like the the like Seven Elevens have slot machines in them, and you're like, yeah. who's winning big? But who's you can get there? like a fucking tall boy, and then walk into a, like a Gucci if you want. Yeah, I drank a fucking like a bottled beer in a Gap once in Vegas, and I felt like crazy. Which is actually illegal because if it's bottled, it's glass, so you're breaking the rules. I know. I smashed oh. it on one of the fucking khakis, and it broke, and I robbed the place. You smackied it? I smackied it on the khakis. I smackied the khakis. I haven't worn khakis in a while. I feel like khakis are gone. Khakis are out. What's the difference between khakis and chinos? Chinos seem like they're stiffer. Chinos seem like a different cut. Yeah. Khakis seem more like... I don't know. Khakis are like... I used... My pant mentality used to be like a blue pair of jeans, a black pair of jeans, a pair of khakis. And it it would rotate throughout... And uh, now, now we've changed. Now, for me, it's just a bunch of different washes of jeans. Now I just black wear jeans. fabrics. Well, now I just wear friggin' sweatpants and friggin' leggings of sorts. That's right. Even I wear leggings lately. These thermal uh, tights. It's a nice time. It is a good time. I feel like I could high kick in tights. Every time I wear tights, I'm like, I feel like I fucking kick somebody right in the chin. I bet you could. Nice. No, I'd probably pull a groin. Pulled my groin real pull bad. Pull a groin? Pull, pull someone else's groin? Pull my, pull my bad groin. I pulled my groin real bad when I worked at Red Lobster, and it uh, never healed right. What if you pull your good groin? I used to serve lobsters with my dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that sounds like. No, I used to slide into the, the kitchen door. Uh. I used to kick it open with a full tray, and I would do a hard stretch, and uh, I, I pulled my groin. Pulled my groin. Yes, I pulled my groin. So we you're having pulled our groins. So I... yeah, so I'm having this beautiful rosé thing, which we opened yesterday for a small celebratory thing, which I will put a pin in because I, I, I suppose you will want to speak to that. And Matt, what are you chapping? I'm chapping a Goose Island IPA once again because I, for just real before the podcast, I realize I drink this all the time in the podcast, but <clears throat> it's just easy and it's a fun little IPA. And who the fuck cares? You know, sometimes it tastes like soap a little bit. But I get through that. Sometimes IPAs are like, whew, that's soap. And then the next sip, you're like, a little bit less soap. And then the third, the third sip, you're like, even less soap. Still a bit of soap. I feel like you should be getting different IPAs because Goose Island's good, but it's not that good. I don't know. It's just the label excites me. It's, is this uh, green? Yeah, it's green and it's got a goose's head and uh, the goose's mouth is open, implying a good time. I do want to um, support more. Not that Goose Island isn't like that local i wonder if they're owned by one of the big companies though. i think they probably everything's owned because by a, a lot of these like these crafty days. looking beers that you get at the lcbo are often owned by 
Anaheiser Bush or whatever the fuck they're called. Anaheim Bush. Anaheiser Bushy. But that's why if you get it like straight from the little brewery, it's good. Yeah, I've been asking people in the neighborhood if they're making booze, and I want to really support the micro, micro brews of the neighborhood. So like man with a tub? with a Yeah, I was like, what do you got in that basement there? Across the way there? You got any booze in the tub? You're rubbing the crotch of a teddy bear right now. <laughs> and Why I, is there a teddy bear in this room? I don't know. Who is this Who is this bear? It's very cute, though. He's very soft. I will call you Jenkins. He looks like a Jenkins. He's wearing <laughs> he a sweater like... and he has a bow on. <laughs> That's the thing about parents' houses. I've I've not been to a parent's house that just doesn't have a random teddy bear at some point. Yeah. In any room of the house. Jenkins comes to life and he J.O.'s. Yeah, he could. <laughs> <laughs> you think just a bunch of like uh, fluff would shoot out? I hope so. That'd be the worst if teddy bears actually like, when you weren't looking, J.O.'d in your They house. might. I don't know. Isn't there a movie about that? No, I hope not. About like teddy bears coming to life? I think, I think it's ta- a kid's movie, I think though. you're thinking about Toy Story, and there's no teddy bears jang <laughs> in that. I don't Not think yet. at one point... Is there a porno version of Toy Story? Called... Toys Story. Titty Story. Tit Story. And it's just a bunch of tits. It's just a bunch of, like, tit-shaped toys that come to life. That could be it. Did you ever think your, t- your toys uh, came to life when you were a kid? Yeah. Yep, me too. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Oh, man. Still have not seen Chappie, that poor, ugly little robot. Yep. He's big, though. He's like, I swear he's like 6'3". He's big. He's like, if Chappie was coming for you, you'd probably just lay down and curl up in a ball and be like, uh, well, whatever he wants, he's ta- he takes. Chappie, Chappie. Chappie would spare us. Hold on. Let me see how tall Chappie is. Let me literally Google that and see if how tall is. The first thing is how tall is Donald Trump. Oof. How tall is Chappie? That's what I really want to know about. I don't care. Yeah, he should be our friggin' president, you know? Wow, he's six feet tall. The first... Yeah, it's just right out of the gates. Google's like, oh, you want to know how tall Chappie is? Six feet. So I'm taller than Chappie. I'm three inches taller than Chappie. So I could take him. Yeah, you could. I wonder if that's including his ears. Because he's got those like... Those like ear things that shoot up. I hate that this robot has ears. Yeah, I hate that he's got... I hate that he's on our minds... Um, also, Brian Hunter is a listener, my old high school buddy. Hi, Brian Hunter. And he was like, where was the origin of Chappie? Where did Chappie come from? The what episode pl- do you think that was? Planet Chap? Oh, <laughs> when did we start talking yeah. about Chappie? I think that like, what, where is Chappie from? No, <laughs> there's no more Chappie lore. Uh, he was, he was just like, you guys go hard on the Chappie talk and I'm not sure where it came from. I'm like, I think it was episode two. I think it was episode two or three. Should or three? we like retire the Chappie stuff? Are people confused I and scared of it? I don't think we'll be doing that anytime soon. Why would we even say such a thing? Maybe we'll talk less about Chappie. We'll still have Chappie hour, but you know. Well, yeah, I don't know. For new listeners... The Chappie thing is... Uh, we'll briefly mention it, but we won't get into detail about like his favorite color and all that shit. He is six feet tall, and he's the worst robot on the planet, and he has a South African accent, which is the only redeeming feature of him. You like a South African accent? I think it's exciting. South Africa. South Africa. I've got hairy legs. Hairy I'm in South legs. Africa. I only say that because I used to work with a guy at a call center who was from South Africa. He had hairy legs. And I heard him say that across the room once. He went, well, I've got hairy legs. Why would he be screaming about his hairy legs? He wasn't screaming. He was just a loud talker. I think he was like comparing legs to somebody else. He's just on a call? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At at the Apple call center in Peterborough, Ontario. And he was like, thank you for calling Apple. I've got hairy legs. I love it. 
It sounds more like New Zealand, actually. That that sounds like a Mary. Mary? I don't know. Australian, Concords. New Zealand, South African. It's uh, they're obviously very different. New but, land, um, old land. Who to gives an untrained ear? Sometimes you're like, what is going on? New Zealand's the place to be right now. Everyone's talking about it's it. Clean as a bean. Clean as a bean. Ain't no co- corona Ain't no COVID high I don't think they have any COVID yet. I don't want to talk about COVID. COVID! I realized I don't want COVID. Do you want COVID or do you not want I it? I don't want COVID and I don't want to talk about COVID. Let's move on to something else. Let's, let's, let's talk about our warm and fuzzy because I feel like it's going to be a big, juicy, warm one. Oh, God, they have no COVID. Um, yeah, okay. Let's just launch into our warm and fuzz. Who cares? Oh, my God. It's almost... Oh boy! Did you want to go first, Matthew, or do you want me to go? Let me go first because okay, I've Matt's got two big go. ones. <gasps> first, first, warm and fuzz. I would like to reiterate that my friend Brian Hunter from high school is listening, and he told me the other day he was like, he was like, just so you know, he's like, the is this what you want? Theme song has been stuck in my damn head. For days and i'm like that's sweet it's very and sweet he's listening to it and that makes me very warm and fuzzy because he is one of my oldest and dearest friends and uh who i haven't seen in a while but we still keep in communication he's got a beautiful family and i like to follow his little uh posts on facebook and i i'm very happy for everything that he does and like just in high school he was like such a goofy fun guy i think he actually won class clown if i'm wrong i'm Rude. trying to think yeah i was trying to think <laughs> because just because everyone like brian hunter he's so much fun and he honestly i have said he is the reason i think i continued being a funny person through my entire life oh my gosh brian hunter yeah isn't that warm and fuzzy it's very warm and fuzzy it was also really funny because like i remember my family being like he's a bit much like they're like, is Brian coming over again? He's a lot. Like my mom would be like, Well, does Brian know this or is he? Yeah, he does. For, for he the does. First time on I remember. Podcast? I remember him being. I remember. Like I told him, and he he obviously got offended. But I'm like, that makes me love this guy even more. That's so funny because he's just like such a goof. He's himself. He's such a goof. Very nice. Can't believe he's listening. It's very very nice. Makes me feel very nice. So Brian, all of that. You better be crying. God, you better be Brian crying. Because that's the sweet thing to hear on a podcast while you do whatever the hell you do while you listen to, listen to podcasts. You know, assemble a wooden toilet or whatever you do in your little wood. He likes to make wooden things. Wow. Uh, can you make a wooden toilet? Uh, you probably can. I think it's called an outhouse. Yeah, I would say that's... Yeah, I've, I've sat on a wooden toilet where it's just like a board of the hole. Yes. And then there's just it's just pointed at a bunch of people. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not sitting uh, over a hole no it's just a board in a hole that you stick your butt through and then, and then shoot you... <laughs> at <laughs> onlookers and then you, no one can tell who it is be like oh my god whose ass is that i can't see through the board i hate that yes uh because i don't think i'd be able to shoot the shit out of my butt far enough no. it would just dribble what down chappy that's how chappy shits for sure oh yeah it launches out of them for sure um bro. what's your second warm and fuzzy second warm and fuzz has been this week it has been a very nice week i is your fuzzy gonna be the same as mine oh doy well yesterday I, I found out that i booked two commercials which is exciting. Very exciting. Uh, so we're going back to Toronto. I've been auditioning for... We both have been auditioning oh, yeah. since the beginning of this pandemic, nonstop. 
like literally like everyone's like, whew, I took the first four months and I just blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I have not taken any time off. I literally, I think on this podcast mentioned the one day where I'm like, I actually did nothing today and that felt nice. Yeah. And that was one day out of the last eight months. And uh, yeah, it was just like getting some recognition and validation. Yeah, for, for all the, all the all hard this, work you put in and all the hard finally work. it pays off. Let me know. This is what I also, a feeling that has also happens when I, I book a commercial sometimes. Sometimes the feeling of wanting, like auditioning, there's so much wanting, wanting, wanting that when you finally get, you're like, wait, 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 what? Like it's, it's a feeling I don't know, I, I'm not familiar with. Because I'm only familiar with the wanting and the trying part. And the actual achievement part is so small because there's so much more wanting and trying. I have an analogy and it might not make sense, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. So apparently there's been studies done that when you're planning a trip, like the endorphins and like the excitement is more than sometimes more satisfying than the trip itself. There's something that about the anticipation of something. Yes. That is so, so exciting. So maybe it's kind of the same way of like, oh, the possibilities of getting this, and but it never comes through. So you, so you never get that kind of release. But then when it finally does, you're like, wait, how do I... Yeah. How do I deal with this? There's like certain... that it's That's exactly correct. Is I that think. a good analogy? That's really exactly Hell bang yeah. on. Bang the gong. Is Gary this what Pong. you want? Um, you bitch that unfollowed me. I'm just kidding. If you're listening, you're not a bitch. I'm just OCD and I can't stop harping on things. Because I got that feeling the first time... I I booked just for laughs at the I was like just fantasizing about it for years, so many years about being like, oh my god, if I ever book a gala just for laughs, I'm gonna like cry and get all emotional. And then it finally happened, and I remember in the moment being like, you sh- you, now you now you gotta cry now, now you gotta cry, and I couldn't. I was just like, I was excited, but then I was just like, like just stunned, like yeah. just being stunned. I think that's the feeling that that uh, that happens. I'm the same way. Thinking about things like about booking something, I get emotional. I'm like, oh my God, this is me life changing, whatever. And then it happens. And then I just go, and I just start running. We we, we usually just start running around in circles. Yeah. (laughs) It's very exciting. It's very exciting. What the, so those are my fuzzies. Very proud of you. Uh, You're a hardworking man. And uh, also Matt was, uh, had the callback for this commercial and he was doing it over zoom in our, my parents' basement. And I don't, Clearly, they're having you read for a bunch of different roles, and they involved yelling. And my mom and I are making dinner, and all we hear from downstairs is just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just both pause and look at each other, and we both at the same time just do the cuckoo like signal, <laughs> and we had a good laugh because the it was it one of those times. There's some auditions where the director you're working with a director, and he just throws a scene at you. Like it was like every scene was like I'm a hockey fan. It was like he's like okay now you're in a porta potty and you taped a phone to the, to the door and you're watching hockey and you just go crazy because your team scored and I'm like I'm fucking going balls out. Who cares? Like I might as well go all the way. Oh yeah, you truly did, and it, and it paid off, and I'm proud of you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, my warm and fuzzy. Gosh darn. See, I'm I'm glad that I got cold and stabby out of the way. It's almost therapeutic to do it first. Yeah. I mean, it it starts the podcast off a little bit intense, but now I feel better. There you go. So that's good. Good. Sorry, my throat is all jammed up from fucking yelling. Um, Yeah, so it was my birthday this past weekend, Uh. and it, I don't think I've, I mean, I've had some amazing birthdays. Like, my 30th birthday was great and whatever. This is maybe one of the best birthdays I have 
ever had, especially in comparison to this year that's just been so uncertain and whatever. Uncertain times. But from the very beginning, and I think last week my warm and fuzzy was like, oh, I booked my first voiceover gig and it was very exciting. But at the time, we didn't know if we would have to drive to Toronto to film it or if we could do it remotely, which would screw up our wine country plans for for my birthday. Yeah. But from tip to tail, everything worked out. I was able to do the voiceover remotely in Ottawa. So we did that Friday morning. I did it from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Easy peasy. Clients loved it. Everything was great. Right from there, we drove to Prince Edward County, visited visited a few wineries. Matt and I spent the night at an Airbnb, and then we went to Beamsville, uh, wine country in Ontario. Met my friend and her husband for lunch, and we'd all been COVID tested, and we sat outside and had the most beautiful lunch and tastings. And then we just checked into this Airbnb at, that was... We've stayed at some questionable Airbnbs in our past, or oh, even yeah. if they were nice, there's always been like they've been filthy or some or something's been something's been off. Something's been off, but this was literally the most perfect Airbnb I have ever stayed at. My friends made me this beautiful dinner. You decorated the whole like place with balloons while I had like I had a bath in this clawfoot tub. And then the next day we had a day of tastings that were booked and we had uh, gotten like a car service. And I guess because it was a rainy day with 100 kilometer an hour winds. Never heard that on the news before. Couldn't believe it was crazy. And at first I was like, oh, it's going to kind of put like a damper on our day. But then the driver shows up and we got upgraded to a limo. So we got a limo. We did all these tastings. We got, we like sat in like a cool little like COVID dome at one of the wineries. It was also... It was full of COVID. No, they even had these little spray things. The the, the people would go in in like a hazard suit and like disinfect everything. Everything felt so safe and everybody was like, kudos to everybody in Beamsville who was working around the clock to try to make sure they're following all the rules. Everybody felt really safe. And it was just like... It was so... It was so fun and so nice and just to have a weekend that felt normal ish for once yeah and and i like it's my best friend from high school and her husband who's just so lovely and you're so lovely and matt got me the nicest necklace it's just oh i almost feel bad talking about how great it was because i don't know but i also feel like that's why i'm kind of on edge now because it was such a good weekend and i'm like now it's over and i'll never have something that fun yes life you know? is done <laughs> everything's well it's because it does seem very bleak right now and it's like it was a ray of sunlight in a sea of bleak yeah because everything's everything's fucked as hell but uh that was nice it was a perfect little weekend god really damn nice. it didn't you deserve it so thank you i love you i love you and i'm wife sorry of mine. i'm kind of cuckoo sometimes but you're also cuckoo no cuckoo i did touch on it before and i'll say it again um and i wonder like i wonder if there's like a fucking pill for this or something but i do i have ocd i yep i i harp on things i can't let them go i replay them in my mind and it sucks. And it, and it's always for the most like innocuous. Is that a word? The most unscrupulous. Unscrupulous. I don't, like, I don't know how to use these words. Just the most like unimportant little bullshit things. Or like I just and I think I talked about this last week too. I just and it's it's very it's bothering me. It's 
bothering me and I don't know how to fix it. I don't know either. And like normally I'd be like, oh, well, let's uh, go see a therapist. It's like, well, no, you got to do it over Zoom or you got to FaceTime a but therapist. But no amount of like, talking to a therapy. What are they going to do? I, I would need to be like hypnotized or something. Uh, even that's pretty like close quarters, you know, unless the, the hypnotists are using patios right now. They can hypnotize me over Zoom. Uh, can they? I don't know if cameras can pick that up. I don't know. Can you get hypnotized over Zoom? Can you like watch a video on YouTube and be like, hypnotize me? But then they have to like unhit. What if your video cuts out and you're just stuck in your hyp- hypnosis? But it also, so this, um, uh, wow. See, again. It could be related to ADD because with ADD, you forget your words, you whatever, you are OCD. I think I have a hint of ADD as well. Hello. So do you because you're yes. not even looking at me. Sorry. I was <laughs> trying to find out if, if some, uh, there's videos on YouTube could hypnotize you and then you look up hypnotize on you, YouTube and it's all Biggie Smalls. All oh, Biggie okay. Smalls all day. Although there is one video that has 1.1 million views. It says hypnotize yourself so you can't move for Well, I don't want minute. that. Yeah, that and it's like a swirly thing, and it's actually hurting my eyes. I, and I maybe it actually worked there for a second because they were like, "Hello, I'm talking to you." I looked at it for a second, and I think I'm hypnotized. Oh my god, I'm fucked up now. Um, I wonder if I've ever been hypnotized, and then like, because you know, like when you go to those shows and there's like a hypnotizer, and they were like, they make the people on stage do stupid shit. They're like, mm-hmm. "You're a goat caught in a windstorm right now." Um, I wonder if I've ever been a part of those shows, and I just don't know. Were you there? I think it was a hypnotist slash magician and it was at Yuck Yuck's comedy club and they were doing their, I can't remember if it was a weekend or if it was like an amateur night or something, but I'm pretty sure it was like a legit like paid, like people were paying to see this man and I think he was maybe even the headliner, but nothing was working. It's the best. His jokes or sorry, his, well, A, his whatever jokes were bombing, Yeah, but he he's like now you're hypnotized and they're like no i'm not and they're like well in your wallet do you have this no like lit and he's like ah geez it was the most awkward thing no i think that was a different time i i hosted a variety show for a college showcase and there was two hypnotists no my thing this the one that i saw was at yuck yucks okay well that's even worse because people paid money for that like that's what i'm saying um yeah i have one hypnotist on the show did exactly that. Maybe it was the same guy. He did this thing where like he put two people back to back and he drew a picture and he was like, okay, you've all drawn a tree. And he showed up a picture of a tree and then the two people just showed two different pictures and they're like, okay. And then everyone had to clap. Like something happened. Nothing happened. That Um, could be funny if that's your whole spin of your like just terrible magician. Terrible hypnotist. Yeah. terrible, Terrible magician, hypnotist, whatever. Like, and that's that's the whole thing. But when you're actually trying and it's just going badly. It's pretty crazy. I oh, was no. dying. He was like guessing numbers and they weren't right. But then the second hypnotist worked. And his, his was working. He knew what he was doing. Okay. And then at the end of it, he gets a big applause. And then he started crying out of nowhere. Because he's like, like this never no, works. No, but then he was like... He was like, I just want to say that my performance was for the troops. I appreciate and love the troops. And then there was like a less applause because you're like, oh, there was no build up to this. Yeah. Like at, at the beginning, he wasn't like, this is for the troops, just so you know. And then at the end, just started crying. It was like, this is for the troops. And it wasn't even like Remembrance Day or anything. I mean, good for him. It, sure. Yeah, maybe, support. Anything could be for the troops, but uh, maybe ease us into it. Speaking about the troops, I just saw on Twitter, the Canadian forces 
Um, recruiting Canadian forces in the U.S. No, they just they just tweeted trans men are men. Pass it on. Isn't that nice? The Canadian forces. Canadian forces in U.S. In the U.S. Yeah, Cana- I guess there's Canadian forces in the U.S. Yeah, what are they doing there? You think? What does the um, Canadian army do in the United States? Which is like we're America and we got the world's biggest army, and then the Canadians are there like we'll keep an eye on things too. Yeah. Anyway, that's very nice. That's Go, very nice. Good, good on you, Canadian forces in the U.S. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad that we got the cold and stabby out of the way, which I'm not fully over. I, er, I <laughs> asked Matt. I was like, can you message this guy and tell him I was joking? And I'm like, no. No, we're not doing that. We're not soon. doing that. That's I crazy. I don't know if I have a cold and stabby. You, you came in hot with your cold and stabby. Um, I feel like you did. My cold and stabby, I would say, will be... I think I've probably used this one, but again, the cold. The cold is stabby. You literally said it last week. Yes, I will not let this go. I've become soft, and I keep trying to go for runs in the cold, and my God, is it miserable. gets in your lungs, your fucking nose is running, and then your ears are barely there. I enjoyed my run today. It wasn't as cold as it has been, and at least it was sunny. Yeah, there was a bit of sun there. I just, ugh. I just, ugh. I just wish I had like an orb of heat around me that I could just, you know. I suppose. I, the the thing that is really legitimately cold and stabby is the wind. So yeah. when a wind picks up and it just pricks your eyes, pricks you right in the eyes. And You're once it gets real cold, it's going to be so much worse. But I will say two days ago, I ran the fastest I've ever run uh, per kilometer. Well, there you fucking go. Because I was so cold and annoyed, I just wanted it to be over with. And... I finished the run and I was like, wait a minute, this can't be right. And I fucking did it. Good for you. I just went for it. There's a warm and fuzz and a cold and stab. Yeah, it is warm and fuzzy. You want a warm and, and fuzzy wrapped in a cold and stabby? Is sure. this what you want? That sounds delicious, actually. I think, I think I'm very hungry. What are we eating tonight? We're having leftover pork roast with um, peas and carrots and gravy. And I think these like funky cornmeal muffins that my mom made. Cornmeal muffins. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yes, I think I need to eat soon. So let's just rock it right into uh, a fresh a French, French movie, movie title. Titles. Um, because of the theme of the show has been um, agitated and grumpy, uh, I looked up, remember the movie Grumpy Old Men? Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I don't know if I have either because it came out in 1993. Again, big year. 1993 movies are like, very remem- remembered. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, of course. Daryl Hannah's in it. Kevin Pollack. It's a vehicle. It's a truck. It's a transport truck of talent. Uh-huh. Um, wide release. I remember my parents liking it. I remember walking in on them watching it and me going, hey, don't know if I like to watch. Like, I, it's a lot to <laughs> visit your grandparents, but you're like... Do I want to watch a movie starring my grandparents? Right. When I don't you're a kid. know. Yeah, when you're a kid. Now I I think we should watch it because I think it has it has winter themes, so it might be a good a seasonal yeah. uh, movie. Came out in ninety three. The last country to get it was Portugal in twenty twenty. Okay. Wow. Oh my gosh. The Portuguese <laughs> literally just got it. Yeah. So they are just rolling in grumpy old men. And it's funny pre-COVID. because uh I mean, in terms of little Portugal that was in the Toronto area when we lived there, it was full of grumpy old men. Yes, they are the grumpiest old men. I feel like they love it. Men. They, they would like it. So what do you think it is in French? Les hommes 
Beast off. Uh, pretty close. Pretty close. There's two titles in French. Uh, Le Vieux Grinceau, which means the grumpy old people. Le Vieux Grinceau? Yes. But the alternate, alternate French one is Le Vieux, vieux Garçon. Le Vieux Vieux Garçon. Which means old boys. Old boys. But like Vieux Vieux? Two views? No, no, oh, just okay. one view. V I E U X. I thought that, you said view twice. Does that mean old? Yeah. Um, the old boys. Croatia took it one step further. Old grunt. <laughs> old grunt. Because <laughs> <laughs> the like both grunt. Because Walter Matha really does look like a pug um, in this. Uh, Czech Republic. Grumpy old men is called Calm Down Man. Which I feel All like right. it was another movie we saw. Calm down, man. Calm the calm down, man. I think there's I love you, man, and no, I don't. I don't know what calm down, man is. But I think they do need to calm down. Probably. Um, Estonia, they're called old thugs. Old thugs. The old thugs are in town. Wow. But they're not thuggish. Maybe they are. We don't know. We haven't seen the movie. I know, but uh, I think it's too old. This is what I'm getting from the the. The the poster is it's two old men. I think they're fighting over one woman. I think it might be Daryl Hannah, which nice. is actually creepy and gross. Um, Why it, is it creepy and gross? Well, because she's you know much younger than these two old thugs. Oh, is she at the time? Um, also, this movie could be called Creepy and Gross. If the one if Creepy and Gross, I would love if it's like in Japan, it's Creepy and Gross. Finland is this might win actually. Finland, it's called Suddenly, comma Old Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> like there, like suddenly Susan. Yeah, like somebody had to name this movie, and they're like, just the first thing you see is the title, and then they press play, and a bunch of old people showed up, and they went suddenly old gentlemen, or they weren't old, and then suddenly they were suddenly old. They're suddenly old gentlemen. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I worry about. You know, life it passes you by, and you're like, suddenly I'm an old gentleman. You know, that's uh, the grumpy in France. I like that. Yeah, yeah, go see the Grumpy. Uh, actually, no, Germany. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in France. I'm going to see the Grumpy. Um, what is in Germany? In German, it's a crazy couple, old and freshly in love. I think they think the oh, old wow. men are fucking. <laughs> I think they definitely think they're fucking. Old and freshly in love? Yes. Freshly um, in love. Freshly in love, because even though they're that old. Um, Greece doesn't make any sense. Oh, the Grinar rides. I don't know what a Grinar ride is. <laughs> it doesn't make any the sense. Rides. Greece is usually really good with these. Um, wow, this tells you the whole plot of the movie. In Hungary, it's called The Neighbor's Woman is Always Greener. Oh. So. The Neighbor's Woman. Wow. Yeah. Hungary. Hungary. They're the, oh, this is good. Italian. What do you think it is in Italian? Take a take a stab. If you get it, I will give you. I will give you so much money. Uh, the old men need a sex. <laughs> kind of, almost there. Two irresistible grumblers. <laughs> irresistible. Two irresistible grumblers. The Italians saw these two old men, and they were like, "These are irresistible. Who could ir- who could resist these?" That sounds like something you'd order at like a funky brewery. I'm like, "Give me a two of the irresistible grumblers." Irresistible grumblers. I'll take a grumbler to go. A growler of grumbler. Yeah. Um, 
old men in Norway, Poland, your homeland. My homeland that I've never been to. Never been to. Two snappy Tetrics. Two snappy Tetrics. <laughs> yes. What's a Tetric? I don't know. Let me look that up, actually. Yeah, what the hell is Tetric? Tetrics. Tetris. Who? Google's like, did you mean Tetris? Nope. I meant te- Tetric. Tetric. Tetric is a classic among the universal composite. What? What is this? Harsh, sour, rugged. Uh, like rugged? Oh, I... A Tetric? Okay, say the whole thing again. Two snappy Tetrics. Hmm. Something got lost in translation there. Something got, something's very lost. Something's, I feel like I'm about to pass out. Um, old Clover in Ukraine. Old Clover. Old Clovers. <laughs> Two old this Clovers. This is wild. I feel like this is a... This is a really good one. This has got a lot of wacky variety. Yes. Uh, I will say, okay, where? what was Finland again? I think Finland might win. I think Finland was the, was the good one. I think the Grumblers one was pretty good, Suddenly too. Old Gentleman. Yeah, I think suddenly old gentlemen and uh, two grumblers. Two grumblers. Greasy grumblers, suddenly old. Those are your French movie titles for grumpy old men. I love it. It's seasonal. It's winterized, and you can put it on now, and you can feel just fine because for some reason, when you're, it's winter time and it's snowy, and you watch a snowy movie, that feels. It's fine. cozy because you're like they have snow, I have snow. Everyone's snow, snow. And last last week we ended on a bit of a, a fan mail or a message, so I kind of want to do that again as as tradition. So uh, quickly before we sign off, uh, we have a a uh, message from Shay underscore Marie who is a lovely follower. And she just said, I just want you both to know that I look forward to listening to your podcast. Smiley emoji. You guys do a great job at making me laugh. If that counts for anything with a shrugging emoji, crying emoji, can't wait till the next chappy hour. Wine emoji. Keep doing what you're doing. Sunglass emoji. And then the rock and roll emoji. Isn't that fucking nice? Don't shrug emoji. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Of course it means a lot. That's uh, that's lovely. It's so lovely. And that just... It just brightens our day. And see, I we do love our fans. And Shay, if you ever respond to a tweet without liking it, I'll come to your house and I'll beat you with a rubber hose. I'm kidding. <laughs> ah, rubber I'm teasing. Hose. See, this is jokes. Shay knows it's a joke. We all know it's a friggin' You're joke. You're going to get blocked big time. Don't block me, Shay. Don't block me, Shay. But Matt, where, where can people find you? You know where you can find me. Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter. Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Where can they find you? You can find me at Julia Comedy at Julia Comedy. I got a blog. I've got the runs. I've got a, another food blog uh, called Eat This and Shut Up. Yes. I'm tired, next, everybody. I'm tired. We're tired and hungry. We need some food. Uh, next episode will be recorded back in Toronto unprecedented we didn't think this was gonna be oh my gosh we're gonna be back there so soon we're gonna we got this beautiful airbnb condo up in the sky and we ain't gonna move from there so we're gonna be ordering a lot of takeout take in dine in delivery whatever i mean i brought a lot of beans too we're gonna be farting shitting all over the place so hopefully that cleaning fee covers that so thank you very much for listening and you know that we'll come back with another episode thank you for this roller coaster emotional yes. podcast. This See, it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Friggin podcasting it's real. is therapeutic. It's in your face. Is this what you want? It's what I want, and I want you. Good night. It's live, uncut, five alive. Get it in you. Bye. Bye.